Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details. Member FDIC. It's estimated, my best estimate, is somewhere between eight to 10,000 that have sought uh, and filed unemployment claims uh, in recent days. And of course, if our systems were working uh, uh, as they should, uh, those claims would very well would be more. Uh, as we uh, look at those claims, uh, they are something that we have never seen before in really uh, my lifetime, in which we've had this kind of uh, global economic downturn uh, to the extent that we have. And so our system wasn't designed for this. We're trying to upgrade our systems. I'll be asking the Arkansas General Assembly through their legislative council to uh, approve $1.1 million in my rainy day fund for IT upgrades for our unemployment system so that we can properly handle all of those uh, that are seeking assistance and understandably and justifiably so. All right. A lot of people negatively impacted by what's happening with the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, that dirty, dirty dog that's running around here impacting every facet of our lives. I laid around more this weekend than I have probably in any two-day combination in the last 10 years. I can say bet. And that includes vacation. It sucks. But got to find other things to do. We went on a family walk uh, Saturday. That was pretty cool. Walked around the neighborhood, saw uh, two other families. It was kind of funny. We kind of eased to the other side of the street and said hello and walked past each other. Had a a drive-by yesterday. A family do a drive-by? No, they drove by, rolled down their windows, pulled into our driveway. We walked outside to the garage, and uh, we talked talked for a while. Not that kind of drive-by. Their daughter had a uh, song, a Corona song, and sang it for us. So it was a little entertainment. It's like uh, Corona caroling. Yes, that's okay. exactly what it was like. Christmas caroling, but they came by in the was car and stayed in the car. Corona song, or was it like a... They, uh, it was a, they used a song and rewrote a song. Yes, okay. that's what they did. Yeah. Okay. I saw your daughter did something online this weekend. She, she did, did her own she song? She did a, a Corona song. Yeah. yeah. Singing it for Al. I didn't realize Allison put it on uh, yeah. online. but Way to go, Berkeley. Playing so, her little uh, ukulele. Yeah. So there are ways to uh, entertain yourself and get out, and there are some positives with it. Like I said, man, that was the first time in a while we've taken a family walk like that. Governor's talking impact, and if you are impacted negatively by the coronavirus, we encourage you to pop by and see us over here at 2400 uh, Cottondale Lane. Outside, you'll see a truck with a trailer. It's the Rock. Is that the Rock Brick Oven Pizza? Did they, is that what they brought out there to do the cooking? No, in? it's they a got Kevin's. Okay, they yeah. got Kevin's uh, trailer. Okay. So uh, our buddies in the restaurant industry are giving away hamburgers, and I think it's the first. Chad, I know you're listening, so send me the numbers. Is it 125 or 200? I can't remember what they said. Anyway, and while supplies last, we'll say that. Uh, burgers and chips to for free to those who've been negatively impacted. So if you're like us and uh, you're fully employed and your checks are still cashed and uh, everything's kosher, then yeah, maybe you let somebody else have them. But I'm going to guess that there's plenty of uh, there's food to be to be handed out out there. So I encourage you to pop in and see those guys and keep your distance. You don't need to keep your distance because of Corona with those guys. It's for a completely different reason. So get, read, get your burger and run. I was reading something online, and it makes sense now. If you can smell what somebody had for lunch, if you can smell their breath, you're too close. That's a good point.
point. So we probably don't have to really shouldn't have to worry about our breath anymore. You Trust don't have me. to brush your teeth anymore. If you can smell me from six feet away, it's vodka. It's time for the zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. There can be a lot of broken windows and a lot of broken items in people's homes with rambunctious children and adults. Trying to burn off a little steam, I'm guessing, over the next couple of weeks. Bubba, I had to find a, uh, had to create my own workout this weekend in my apartment. I mean, again, you're limited in space and don't have the gym. A buddy of mine is a base, high school baseball coach back in Iowa, and he was they were giving out tips on activities that their players could go through on the off chance that their season's a little bit later, but on the off chance that they're going to get on the field at some point. So um, I don't know what all is going on. Let me start at your house if we can go inside the Carpenter family. Hmm. What do you what are you guys doing in the house to uh, stay active if possible? Well, I tell you what, fellas, I've got my hunting blind set up in the living room, and we're we're camping. We're on a we're on a camping trip right like now. It. Okay, <laughs> me, me and my eight year old son, and so I haven't slept much the last two nights. So it's it's not very comfortable inside the little hunting blind, but uh, we're having a good time. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, we're doing a lot of a lot of homeschool stuff. So I didn't realize second graders did that much homework, mm. and. Uh, Hey, you guys talk. What's your jockstrap thing that you give out to people? Because mm-hmm. we need to give a, a, the jock. Is, yeah, is the jockstrap is that the good one? That's a bad one. Game good? game ball to good people. Okay, okay. Well, we need to give game balls to all the teachers. Yes, um, all over the country because I have a new appreciation for that. Um, I tell you what, second grade math. It's more complicated than I thought. Apparently, <laughs> um, I've been button heads with my kid, and finally, I just turned it over to my wife, and she's. Uh, she she needs a game ball now. She's been a real trooper, but I've learned I've learned a lot. And so, you know what's crazy, guys, is I can do I can teach baseball mechanics. I can break down every frame of your swing or a pitcher's delivery. And but when I start I start looking at like word problems in math, it's kryptonite to my brain. I just can't. My brain just shuts down. Look, Bubba, you know, most of us, so, when we figured out how to uh, compute an ERA or a batting average or an on-base percentage, that was enough for us. I mean, that's as far as most of us went. <laughs> well, hey, Phil, Phil, it was awesome. I got to talk to Phil Friday, and uh, he gave me some good tips. He said, turn it into a baseball situation. Like, uh, you know, you got three runners on base. Uh, one runner gets picked off, and then the next guy hits a three-run homer. You know, what's the score? You know, turn it in, turn the math problems into game situations. I'm going to try that today, see if that works a little bit better. If not, I don't know. I think we're just going to get a calculator and cheat. Bubba, <laughs> Bubba I'm, I'm doing some things, uh, trying to get creative, and I, I've tried to introduce my kid on drives to school with music. So we've done Beatles Day, and we've done Tom Petty Day, and we've had, you know, some different, you know, bands that I've liked from over the years, and I've tried to impress upon him how important their music is and how good it is. Uh, last night, I introduced him to a baseball movie. And it's The Natural. And The Natural used to be way, way, way towards the tippy top of my favorite movies. But I have to say, when you watch it as a grown man versus when you're a kid, I was telling the listeners earlier, it's a little different story. So, like, when Bump Bailey runs through the wall and and then when they spread his ashes, first of all, they drop his ashes over the stadium, which is also doubly bizarre. But my son laughed out loud. He's 13, Bubba. He's 13. He laughs out loud. He's like, he died? 
I'm like, yeah. He's like, what, what? He ran through the wall and he died. Come on. I mean, and then some of this baseball scenes where he smashes the lights and then, you know, the, the kills the clock in uh, Chicago and he knocks the cover off the ball after the manager tells him to knock the cover off the ball. Doesn't that seem a little coincidental? I mean, there I got a lot of problems with that movie, man. I hate that I went back and watched it. I was trying to have this father-son moment and it ruined the movie for me. <laughs> hey, that's good coaching right there. You tell the guy to knock the cover off yeah. and he does. But, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's one of those movies when you watch later on in life, it's not as good. But, um, I, you know, you watch it. What about, like, Field of Dreams? If you go back and watch it, the older you get, I think the better that movie gets. Field of Dreams, yeah. I, I was telling the guy, I like that movie more now than I did as a kid. When I was a kid, I didn't have an appreciation for it, even though I was from Iowa. And my high school baseball coach was actually from Dyersville, which is where the field is. But, uh, yeah, you're right. There are some that get better with time and some that get worse with time. The other thing about The Natural is, and admittedly when they made the movie they were a little more limited. They could probably do a better job than now. But it's like, here's Robert Redford today pretending like he's 21. And then it's like, here's Robert Redford 15 years down the road looking exactly the same. And and then this funny scene, like they're having this uh, lemonade in this cafe when they hook up in Chicago. And uh, Glenn Close, like, she's like, oh, you haven't changed much. Have I changed? She's like, yeah, a lot. I'm like, no, she looks exactly the same as she did an hour ago in the movie. They didn't do anything to make her look different. <laughs> anyway. So you've come a long way, haven't they? I don't know. It really bothers me, and I love the movie. And, you know, Barbara Hershey might be the highlight of the show when she shoots uh, She shoots Roy Hobbs and jumps out a window. I don't know. It's uh, a lot of problems. What are, what are your favorite baseball movies for those of us trying to introduce our kids to classics? Obviously, Field of Dreams is up there. You know, Bull Durham's a like- just yeah. a classic, but you can't watch that with your kids. You shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> not, not at eight. No. I like major. Yeah, yeah. I like major league, but I tell you what, my all-time favorite movie. We watched it a couple years ago. We were driving to Florida to go to the beach, and we watched Sandlot. My mm-hmm. kid wanted to watch that over and over. I bet we watched it fifteen times, just nonstop. As soon as it would end, we'd hit play again. So Sandlot's, you know, I think if you're sitting around with your your kids watching a wanting a baseball movie, that's a great movie to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, shoot, I don't know, guys. It's, uh, like I said, the movie, uh, Field of Dreams, you know, at the end where, you know, and kids don't appreciate this movie, like you said, but, you know, where he wants to play catch with his dad Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, you know, my dad died a couple years ago. So now that's, that scene right there takes on all new meaning to me. You know, you almost, you almost, I'm not a real emotional person, but you almost tear up when you watch that scene now. Yeah. So you, it's funny how you look at things a little differently as the older you get. But uh, I don't know. We're having fun. I have watched Jumanji about <laughs> 10 times. Um, I, have y'all watched it? No, I haven't it's, seen uh, it. The, the new one it? with The Rock and uh, I have a Kevin Hart issue. That's a whole different deal. Oh, you do? It's yeah. Not, it's, it's not it's, a cardiac uh, problem. I have a Kevin Hart problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's uh, it, Yep. It's good. We've been watching it, so it's so, uh, a good family movie, I guess. So. I, I, I tear up at the end of uh, Field of Dreams as well because when he goes out and wants to have a catch, you know, my dad never played catch with me. He was not really a baseball guy, and he's very much uh, he's perfectly healthy today. But we never had a catch just because he wasn't a baseball guy. I don't even have that memory, period. So thanks a lot, Frank. Appreciate you stealing that memory from me. <laughs> Could have been magical. But uh, anyway. <laughs> What are you telling your kid? I know it's good. Look, my dad's done a lot of things to scar my history. Don't worry about that one. That's the least of my problems. I could tell you a story about a poodle that got hit by a car and how it showed up on my doorstep on a shovel, but that's another story for another day, Bubba. We're not going to do that today. Not in these dark times. Let's wait until another time. Yeah, don't bring me down. No. 
What uh, what are you telling your kids to do? The guys that you train, what do you, what can they do at home to try to keep themselves ready for when you know travel ball hopefully picks up at some point this summer? You know, there's a ton of drills that, that we've got our kids doing at home. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of just going through your swing frame by frame and just making sure if you can't do it in slow motion, you can't do it in fast motion. Hmm. And kids don't understand that. And then we go from there to full speed. We hit a lot of total control balls. Uh, we even hit basketballs. We do stuff like that. Um, but, like, inside the house, you can do total control balls, which is those yellow. They're, like, filled with sand. They're heavy balls. So, mama doesn't like it a whole lot, but we can hit those in the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's so many things. That's the beauty of baseball. You know, I'm I'm fortunate here at my place. I've got I've got, actually got two baseball fields here at my house, so we can get out on the field and do a lot of stuff here. I actually spent about uh, eight hours on Saturday mowing, so <laughs> I got the fields looking really good. I got plenty go. of time to mow now, so uh, <laughs> things are looking good around the place here. Bubba, last week the Associated Press had a story saying that the uh, Major League Baseball was considering not having a draft this year. What do you think when you hear that? Oh man, fellas, that'll be a. Can you imagine? That's that's just gonna. It's gonna be a mess. You know, and you feel for guys. You know, like I got stuck with Casey Martin um, a few days ago. Uh, I actually texted him last night. Um, did, have you seen the video? Sorry to change subjects, but have you seen Casey's video? The song, uh, singing, yeah, the song, with, and they they put the Razorback uh, video in the background. Have I haven't seen, seen it. That? What's he singing? Uh, he just a just a song. Uh, um, it's look, on Twitter. You I'll need to go it check it out. Okay. And, and Razorback baseball posted a video behind it. Well, we watched that like a hundred times night before last. And so I texted Casey. I was telling him that yesterday, but uh, um, it, it's pretty cool. But my son wanted to watch it over and over, so we just kept hitting play. But, um, you know, so I feel for guys like Casey and, Hurt, you know, Heston, guys like that. You don't know what's going to happen if they're going to sign free agent, if there's not a draft, if they're going to come back. And it'd be great if they came back and played another year at U of A. But, you know, that's that's not going to happen. But can this the log jam it's going to create would be unbelievable. And that's I don't know how they would they're going to find their way through that. I mean, it's a it's a mess. And that, it's been thrown out there. I, I don't think it's going to come to that, though. You th- if they didn't have a draft, the players could just sign free agent contracts with major league teams. It would just be a free for all. I don't know. No one knows. I've 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 been reading all the articles, and really, no one has a clear cut mm-hmm. answer for it. Um, that's why I just don't think it. I don't think it's going to come to that. There's just too many. Uh, there's too many things to work out. I, I just don't know how they could possibly pull that off. Um, and then those guys can't all come back to college. I mean, there's just no way that's going to create a logjam. I've got a lot of kids that are 2020 kids coming in as freshmen, and you know, I feel for those guys coming in as a freshman to a to a college program with, you know, the roster size and just everything. It's just gonna it's gonna be a mess, fellas. I don't I don't know how they're gonna clear that up. Yeah, because you think about it, there there will be some seniors that do come back, or or guys that get if, if they end up getting a year back, they're a junior again. And you thought coming into this school, looking, you're doing a good job of seeing who was about to leave, maybe who would leave in the draft, and that's out the window. And now all of a sudden, the, the, the competition on next year's roster could be very intense. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, I, there's, there's one of the kids that I've, I've – he's, he's come through my program. I've, he's been with me for a long – actually, since he was nine years old. He's going to a program right now. They were, they were going to lose their third base, and the kid plays third base and just crushes the ball.
like now that third baseman's coming back, you know, and so he's going to come in as a freshman. There's going to be a, a senior third baseman that's been there for, for four years. And, you know, so, man, it's, it's tough for kids like that, and it's going to affect a lot of people. You know, so I just, I don't know how it's going to play off. I, I, I just I feel for the kids that are in that situation right now. Because I, I think about it, if there was no draft, and money talks to me, and when I saw how much money Major League Baseball could save by not having a draft and how much money they're losing this year by not playing games, I was like, man, there's a chance this could happen. And and, and that, that's the first thing I thought. What does Casey Martin or Heston Kerstad, what, what does a guy like that do? Could they go and play, you know, some kind of Japanese ball independently, you know, and get paid? Or would they come back to school for a year? You know, Roy Hobbs played a year of independent ball before he got with the Knights in the the majors. I mean, it's it's a natural (laughs) progression. We've seen it before. (laughs) He's only there two weeks. I don't know if we want to model our our future after the the movie The Natural. But <laughs> Bubba, that might be the most unbelievable. Po- that might be the most unbelievable part of the whole thing. The scouts saw him and he played for two weeks in an independent league team, and they're like, "Yeah, go suit up for the Knights." Yeah, I'm your new player. <laughs> okay, sure. Thirty five year old guy. Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Come on in, buddy. Yeah, I wish it was that easy, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh, uh, but but I don't know, guy. You know. With Heston and, and Casey, uh, Martin, Casey Opitz, guys like that, you know, boy, they're getting ready to get paid a lot of money. So, man, I don't know. You know, selfishly, can you imagine having them all back next year? How much fun that would be. But, you know, you want what's best for the, the kids, and that's, you know, they need to go on. They've earned it, and they need to get a chance to play in the major leagues. And, and you know, hopefully hopefully they're going to figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, selfishly. <laughs> You think of the year that was taken away from us and possibly the potential or, you know, getting it back and seeing these guys together, that would be kind of fun. Maybe we could give all the uh, seniors some kind of stipend to come back and play one more year of college ball. It's like, here's 10 grand a piece. Here's 20 grand a piece. You guys just come back and play one more year. Hmm. You're not make a lot more than that minor league ball anyway. Just right. throw that in the stimulus package, right? Why not? <laughs> just for... a little earmark a little bit for U of A athletics. Bubba, I think Arkansas fans would scrape together twenty grand a, a per guy to get them back for for one more year. Man, that's only like sixty grand between the three of them. That'd be easy. Hell yeah! We... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we started a GoFundMe page to get yes. those three guys back. I mean, that's not the most important thing in the world right now, but we all want to see them their last year in uh, Razorback uniform for sure. Do you know any minor you know, leaguers right now? Do you know any minor leaguers right now? Those guys that are, I mean, they yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're hurting. Yeah, Jake uh, Jake Rindle, uh, I've been talking to him a lot. Uh, he was up throwing last week um, inside the building, and he just, uh, you know, he was in spring training. He said he was throwing ninety five, ninety six. He said he's the best he's felt. And I tell you what, it you know it really hurts guys like that because now they're not. I mean, they're not making anything, you know, not that they make a whole lot to begin with, but, you know, for him, he worked so hard this offseason, uh, got his arm in great shape, went into spring training in great shape, and then, you know, you, you've got this this happen. It's just yeah. something that you just you can't control, and, you know, I mean, that's life. It is what it is, and that's why, you know, I, I think on the other side of this, fellas, we're going to come out because, see, it'll, it shows you don't take anything for granted. You yeah, because you just never know what what the next day holds. So, there ain't no, there ain't you know, no doubt. Kinda, and so, 
you know, but I, I feel for the guys though. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to give us all, I think, a whole new appreciation for what we have. Yeah, I think if I'm a minor leaguer, I'm, he, you said he was up throwing. I'm thinking I'm I'm throwing up right now mm. because uh, you know, and those guys <laughs> that were like, I'm going to sock away my signing bonus. Well, you're living on your signing bonus right now, so that's a tough deal. Right. Man. So, well, Bubba, hang in there, buddy. Always fun time. We we're going to find something to talk about for goodness sakes over the next few weeks. So hang in there with us. We'll see what uh, what shakes out. But as long as as long as we can get you on, we certainly appreciate Johnson's Home Center in Benton. This is one of my favorite segments of the week, even if we're not really talking about anything that matters. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, and hey, one thing, uh, we're going to do a lot this week. We're going to go out and, and order a whole lot of the ghost food this week and try to support the local places around here. I know I've seen a lot out of central Arkansas. Hopefully everyone will do the same up there and, uh, you know, keep uh, – keep everything afloat and as long as this thing lasts and hopefully we'll come out the other side bigger and stronger and, and better. So uh, good talking to you guys and I'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. Thank you. Uh, we are doing a buzz bites. We're trying to keep people up on who's doing what from a curbside standpoint too. And I don't know all the details on that. Sarah is going to get that information to us, but if you look on Instagram and follow the buzz on, uh, on Instagram, and some of the other social media platforms, you can get some of the information off of there. But anyway, I think it's a good idea to highlight. And, and look, these are some of these folks are our friends and clients. Some of these folks we don't really do business with, but we want to keep people in, in mind at this time. We want to try to spread the word on restaurants that are doing curbside, like we talked about with our three outside. I mean, Sauced is doing, you know, to-go food. They're even doing their brunch board. Wes, you know I'm a big fan. Yeah. So you can get that out there. It's excellent. And then uh, Chad's got Mexico Cheetos open for drive through only, and then Al has shut down for the time being over at the butcher shop, but hopefully they'll be back up and running soon. Um, and again, here's the thing, folks. Even if somebody's just bringing the thing out to your car, if you can afford it, try to tip generously if you can. You know, I shouldn't have to remind people that. I think people probably realize that at this point. Uh, I want to remind you that our friends at Guatney are doing what they can for you right now, and I think this is so commendable. And there's, what's today? The 23rd? We've got about a week left in the month. Look, here's the deal. If you need a car, you don't want necessarily to get a car, but you need a car, your car's broken down, got in a wreck, uh, you just, you know, whatever. They're doing a really cool thing over there right now. So GM's got some incentives that Guadney is taking advantage of, but they're also expanding out some things on their own. So here's the start of it is 0% for 84 months. It's unprecedented. 0% for 84 months, folks. Remarkable. But here's the thing I love. If you're pinching pennies to try to make ends meet, how about six months of no payments? Six months, zero. So whatever you're paying for your car payment right now, you can trade that vehicle in, get a new car from Guadney. It's got to be a Trax, Equinox, or Silverado, or any of their 19s, and they've got a selection across the board there. Six months, you don't have to make a payment. And you get the financing deal. They're doing their part. I really applaud them for their efforts. That is a car dealership I can get behind, and we appreciate James and the whole staff over at Guadney Chevrolet. They do a phenomenal job. And in times of need, we've seen it before, they step up big time to help you, the car buyer. Look, they're trying to move some... Some product as well. But this is, to me, an incredible deal for someone who is in a tough situation and needs to stretch out payments for a few months or they don't have to make any. I'm hoping people's landlords are making that deal for them, too. Can't guarantee that, but Guadney's doing their part. So go by and see him. The Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's 1130. When we come back, what's happening in the grocery industry? It is a wacky world out there, folks. They're one of those uh, industries that have really been busy, probably a little too busy at times. But we're going to get some insight as to what's happening at Edwards Food Giant and Cash Saver. 
from Steve Edwards Jr. So we'll talk to him coming up. Get a little insight into the industry because I don't think any of us really understand how all that works. We have a lot of questions, and he's got answers. It is not often that a jockstrap is turned into a game ball within the throes of one show, let alone within an hour or so. But I'm going to give a jockstrap from previously to Arkansas Tech and flip it around and give it a game ball. They have come to their senses and made the decision to make things right for their students who have been forced to go home because of the COVID crisis. This is according to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Northwest Arkansas edition. I can't believe the local one didn't have it. I didn't see it in there today. Maybe it'll be in there tomorrow. But anyway, they had uh, just about 10% of their student population had stuck around. Said the board vote turned around what the president had said Saturday was an initial decision not to offer refunds. They are now going to give future credits, Wes, if you're an underclassman. And if you're a senior, they will refund both food and your... uh, Lodging? Your, yeah, your room. Fees. Awesome. So, yeah, good to see that. Good decision. I hope, and again, they're out in front of this thing, so they're kind of the guinea pig, and I hope other universities follow suit. As someone who's got a freshman in college, sounds a little self-serving, but to me this is just common sense. So it sucks for everybody, but everybody's, everybody's feeling, the, feeling the pinch here. I mean, we're all, we're all hurting in our own way, and everybody's been effective negatively in one way or another. Um, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Grocery stores have been crazy. Uh, wholesalers have been nutty. It's been wild all over out there. Steve Edwards Jr., uh, they've got a couple of different stores. Edwards Food Giant up here on Cantrell, which we all shop at pretty regularly, and Cash Saver as well. And uh, it's been wild times for those folks, and I applaud them for what they're doing currently. You need to find out a little more about how they're doing business right now. And, Steve, I appreciate you breaking away. I know it's busy times for you guys right now. Just trying to, You probably just came off uh, stocking the shelves, right? Hey, man, it's been crazy. You know, we, we've been doing our best to – Keep the shelves stocked, and uh, man, you know we just our team's done an amazing job uh, making sure that we can maintain uh, store conditions the best that we can, and uh, we're we're very proud of them and very proud of the way that our stores have been looking. Okay, so when did this all hit for you guys? I mean, I think it's happened. We've seen the sort of flow from you know Asia all the way across into the United States, and of course, Arkansas was one of the last states really to have an, uh, a case of this, and before people started kind of going a little batty over this thing. When did you guys see a significant impact? Yeah, so, you know, it really happened. I can't think of the date. I guess it would have been two weeks ago Wednesday. It, it really seems like Wednesday night, you know, the NBA shut down. SEC said that they were postponing or canceling the tournament. It just – it was kind of like that just sent every set everything off. And then Thursday was the first day that it was just madness at our stores. Mm-hmm. And – um so, you know, we dealt with it Thursday and Friday and then kind of had a little bit of a grip on what was about to happen on Friday. You know, you were mentioning our store up at Tinglewood. We had five young men that showed up at the store at 3 a.m. on Saturday to unload two and a half loads of uh, trucks to get it, get all that stuff in. And so that's whenever we, re- we realized what we were up against, but I don't think we anticipated it going on as long as it has. Tell us about the supply chain, because none of us understand it. Um, I grew up around it. My my grandfather actually had a—he was a wholesaler before Sam's, and, and those guys were a thing. But I have no idea how the process works. So tell us about the supply chain. How often are you getting supplies normally? Is that continuing on, on the same kind of schedule? Uh, what's the variance? What have you seen? I mean, what's happened with all that? Yeah, so, you know, every store is different. We have some stores that will get uh, a truck every day. And, you know, you may get a truck that's got all dry grocery and then a different truck that may have produce and meat. Uh, so it depends on which store you're at. But our warehouse has done a really good job of allocating how much every uh, store within our uh, group can order. So 
so that way, you know, I, our store can't order everything, and then we leave another store, uh, another company out where they may not be able to order everything. So they've gone through and they've analyzed uh, what we've ordered typically in the past, and they've limited our orders to what we have typically ordered in the past, like I said. So that way everyone can make sure that they have enough product. Um, you know, most of the products are produced here in the United States, so everyone's going to keep producing. We're not too worried about that. And a lot of the manufacturers are moving to um, – a limited skew production. So what that means is you'll start seeing um, less variety, but you'll start seeing more of certain products. So ah. you may not, and this is just an example, this isn't anything that I've heard, but if you like the four cheese macaroni and cheese or the thick and creamy or whatever, you may not see those, but you're going to see a lot more of the original mac and cheese. So you'll see more of the staple items that uh -huh. a company makes, but you'll see uh, some of those varieties pulled back for uh, the next few months or so till we get everything back. But we're already seeing people um, start capitalizing on that. A lot of bread companies, you know, you'll start seeing uh, bread inventory go up and start seeing that regularly in our stores now. And, you know, it's been hard to get everything in over the past few weeks, but you're already starting to see some of those changes that companies are making impact our stores and make a big difference. Steve, bread is one that I noticed you guys had put a sign up on when I was in there the other day about mm -hmm. limiting the number of purchases. What other products are there in there that you're trying to limit per customer orders on? Uh, we, you know, we've had to put a limit on milk. We put a limit on paper products whenever all the madness is going hmm. on. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why everyone needs all this toilet paper. But uh, <laughs> that's another conversation. Uh, so we had to put a limit on that, uh, limit on milk. There's a couple other items that we may have to put limits on as they come in. And that's nothing against any any of our customers or nothing against you know us thinking that we're about to run out. All that is is just us wanting to make sure that we are able to supply all the customers that come in that day. So you know we're not we're not putting that out there so that way we can ration this throughout the week. We're still going to get more trucks in. We're still going to have product. We just want to make sure that we have enough to last all of our customers throughout the entirety of the day. And that's the best way to do it because you do have a lot of people that will come in and try to stock up on, you know, six things of milk. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not even sure how you're going to go through six things of milk before it goes bad. But a lot of those are, you know, we're just having to encourage everyone, hey, remember that this is a community effort just like we're having to all do our part and social distancing. We're also having to do our part and make sure that all of our customers and all of our communities can get all the groceries that they need. Well, one of the things that will help, Steve, I think substantially, is that you can ins not insure but assure people that you're going to continue to get supplies because I think a lot of it is fear that there will eventually be a point where we run out, where we can't get these things down the road. I will say this, too. I've heard of plenty of people who freeze milk, never frozen milk in my life. I ain't going to buy a gallon of milk and freeze it. I'll just do it without milk if I have to. But, um, I mean, are you pretty confident that supplies will continue to come in on these various products? Oh, we're extremely confident. And like I said, you will see uh, certain items that, you know, you may come in the store and we may have it one day, and it may take a, a week to get it in again as opposed to, you know, maybe two or three days in the past. But we're completely confident that we're going to be able to get those products in Um we're, we're not worried about any sort of shortage in the market or anything. Um, I know that that's what a lot of people are worried about. But, you know, I, part, the main reason why I wanted to come on and talk about this is to assure everyone that we're not worried. You guys don't need to be worried. And uh, kind of a motto that I've said to myself throughout this whole thing is don't panic, be prepared. And, you know, don't go out to the store and think you've got a hoard and you're going to be 
you know, the grocery stores are going to stay open. We've been deemed essential by the government. And no matter what, even if there is a mass nationwide lockdown, which I don't think there will be, we're still going to be open. We're still going to be providing you with groceries, and we're still going to be here. I'm curious to see how Charmin and Northern and all those companies look in about six months after people have stocked up for five years and whether or not they're still able. <laughs> now, normal people like us are still going to be out there buying product, but I'm curious to see how if that impacts them at all. Is there anything that's been a surprise to you as far as a product that you're like, wow, I'm surprised that one? I mean, toilet paper is one, obviously, but is there anything that you've been like? Like, I went to a store one time. I went to Sam's. I was stocking up on some things at Sam's, and... Um, they were out of broccoli florets, and I'm like, well, that's a weird thing to be out of. <laughs> anything that surprised you at your place? You know, I really haven't seen anything. I've seen people that have baskets that I'm just like, what? what's going on here? I mean, just loads and loads of you know ground beef and chicken legs, and you know, maybe they're planning on having a cookout. I don't know, but it's just it's really funny to see how every person prepares differently for this. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't been able to catch up on the toilet paper. I thought there would be the run, <clears throat> and then everybody got theirs, and then. But it's still. Is there a, a, a short? How often are you getting the toilet paper? Why hasn't it been been able to catch up yet? Yeah, normal guys like us are now looking for a six pack, and it's hard to find. <laughs> I know you guys had a few rolls in there. It wasn't the brand that I normally go to, but you had some in there when I was in there last week. Yeah, you know, it kind of depends, like I said, from store to store. We have some stores that are buying from a warehouse up in Springfield, some that are buying from a warehouse out in Memphis. So it kind of depends on who we're getting it from. Uh, We've also, we had a pretty good supply of toilet paper that we were sitting on in one of our warehouses, and so we've actually had some of our upper management uh, renting Penske trucks and driving those around. I know that my dad was out this weekend driving and delivering things to the stores, so it's it's really been an all-hands-on-deck thing. and you know we've been just trying our best to get out everything that we can to those stores. Um, I'm hoping that we can maybe see that toilet paper uh, inventory rise back up here in the next couple of weeks, but you never know. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna not make the joke I was gonna make. Uh, we'll move on. Hey, uh, <laughs> are you guys on social media with your stores? Yes, we are. We're on Facebook, uh, and we've also got our website www.edwardsfoodgiant.com and edwardscashsaver.com. Uh, we've got our app that you can do online shopping on. Uh, so, you know, we're all over social media. Follow us, and you can see kind of updates on little things that we're tweaking. You know, this thing is changing by the hour, so yeah. we've had to make changes on the fly. And social media is the best way to follow what we are doing because, you know, that's the best way to communicate with people in an instant right now. And that's about how quickly this thing's moving. Not that you want to freak people out or get a big rush of the store at one time, but would it make sense to have an alert for like, hey, we just got a big shipment of bread, big shipment of toilet paper, big shipment of milk, or whatever the case may be, to let people know? Because, again, it's frustrating. I went to two different stores yesterday, and I was in North Little Rock, so no offense, um, but I've been in your store a bunch too. Uh, and they didn't. Neither one of them had toilet paper. Neither one had a single roll of toilet paper. And I was like, "Well, that's just mm-hmm. wild to me." But anyway, uh, is that something that would be a possibility or something you guys have considered? Absolutely. That's some, actually before I got on uh, with you, I was just talking to the people who do a lot of our advertisement. We were talking about things that we can do to promote that. Uh, you know, we finally think that we have a grip on all this, and we know how everything is going to go. Store traffic has started to, I say, slow down. It's still crazy, but it started to slow down relative to what we've seen over the past two weeks. And so we think now that we can kind of start getting some of that message out there with confidence that, you know, if you do see it, you know, two, three hours later in the day, that that post will still be true, that we still have all that stuff in inventory. 
uh, later on during the day. So that will be something that you'll start seeing on social media here soon. When do you think it kind of slows down? Do you think it slows down, calms down, goes back to normal? Oh, man, I, I wish I could tell you. I, I thought that it would start to slow down a little bit last week and then maybe pick back up. I thought last week we would see uh, more of an uptick in cases, and obviously because we're testing more, we're going to see more cases. But I did think that that would trigger some sort of urgency in people. But like I said, there's no reason to panic. Um, I'm hoping that maybe if we can get through this week uh, and start getting a little bit more sense of calm uh, amongst the community, things will start to settle down. I think that people coming into the stores more and seeing like, man, they're still not out of stuff. I think that will put people at ease more and maybe people will start realizing, hey, I, I don't have to follow this crazy shopping habit. I can shop the way that I always have. And, you know, like I said, there will be things that change, and you, know, you may not have just your absolute favorite item, but you'll have something that will suffice for the time being. And yep. um, I, I think I'm hoping that people will start to realize that, oh, like I said, our stores will still have stuff. There's no need to panic. One of our listeners has texted us, seems very concerned that there might not be crunch berries that will have to settle for plain old Captain Crunch. And, mm. I mean, look, it's now, tough. that will be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. That, 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 that'll that be something that I will uh, I will lead the pack <laughs> on that because I love my crunch berries. Oh, don't. Who don't? Come <laughs> through grade school for sure. Are you all hiring more people because of the, the crunch? We are. You know, we've actually we've done a lot of promoting uh, over the weekend on that. Um, we've seen online ordering go through the roof. We uh, Sales for online ordering are up almost 300% right now. And so we've had to pull a lot of people that are normally doing other things and teach them how to pick these online shopping orders because overnight we saw um, order volume, you know, quadruple, and then it's, got, it's gone even further since then. And so we haven't been ready to pick this this many orders in a day so you know we're hiring people for all departments because like i said we've had to pull people from other departments to pick online shopping we're looking for people to stock shelves um all areas of the store are looking for help right now so if you are out of work due to the coronavirus or if you've you know been you know just wanting a change of employment or whatever we are hiring you can uh go into any of our stores and contact us um We've got applications in the store, or you can go to www.foodgiantjobs.com or www.cashsaverjobs.com, and you can apply online, and we will contact you as soon as we can. Steve, you are the man. You guys, uh, good luck with everything, and we will get through this week, and we will get through next week, and I applaud you guys for all you're doing to try to keep people uh, supplied. So keep up the good work. Thank you very much. And if I may, one more shout-out before do. I go. Yeah. com and The Mighty Rib on Facebook are doing a lot of really good things, promoting a lot of these local restaurants that are doing curbside and to-go. Um, I encourage you to check out uh, that Safe Eats Little Rock website or The Mighty Rib's Facebook page. Uh, they're really doing a lot to push out and promote these um, local restaurants that are you know, going to be struggling through this time. So I encourage you eat out. Sip uh, well. We've all, you know, got to stick together, and we're going to get through this. There's no doubt about that. Um, last thing, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, and I can already hear James Ballantyne in my ear, even though he didn't say anything. <laughs> you guys are the meat people, and meat's, meat's been a tough one to come by. How are you all doing on that? And uh, can a brother get a ribeye sometime soon? I mean, you guys, you guys got stuff in stock? 
Absolutely, we've got stuff in stock. You know, a lot of the times if you come in and see that uh, we have an empty meat case, it's probably because not because we're out of product, it's because we can't wrap the product quickly enough. So that goes back to we need more help. And also, if you just go and uh, you know, we, you can ring the bell. If you have a service counter at your local food giant, you can talk to them at the service counter and say, hey, awesome. this is what I want. We will go back and we'll wrap that for you right there. Um, so, you know, don't be shy. Come back. Ask us. We will get you taken care of. That's beautiful. You guys are awesome. That's great, Steve. Thank you so much, man. Hang in there. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you all. Sounds good. All right. Very good. Yeah. That's a lot of good information there. And there, again, if you're in the service industry, looking for some work to patch things through. Look, this is going to be a limited period of time. This is kind of like when people need uh, help wrapping presents or stocking shelves during the Christmas season. This is a seasonal thing, unfortunately. I hate that it's come about, but if you're somebody who's desperate, you need a check of some sort, you need some income, look, it's a great opportunity for you to jump in maybe at one of these grocery stores. And whether it's any, and if you also are a night bird and you like to work overnight, work late night, hmm. stocking shelves is a late night gig. So it's a good opportunity for you. And and I think the curbside stuff will continue. Once people get a taste of it, Wes, maybe people who have never done it before, once they see how great it is and how easy it is, I personally like to walk it. I find it cathartic to walk through the store. But for those who are just like nuts and bolts and throw it in my cart and get me out of here, um, this is something I could see continuing going forward. And for now, it's a safety issue for people, those who are at risk. They don't want to step inside a building with a lot of people in it. And I think we'll see a lot of that continue. Here's a little nugget for you as we hit our final break this hour. thought you'd find this interesting. A Barclays analyst estimates that between $61 billion, listen to these numbers now, $61 billion and $118 billion in food sales will shift from restaurants to at home during the second quarter of 2020. Let's just say $100 billion for, for argument's sake, somewhere in the middle. $100 billion. So think about the impact that means for restaurants. That food is now going to homes. So grocery stores are going to continue to be busy. Restaurants are going to continue to struggle and and try to find a way to make this work. There are some restaurants, obviously, that are shutting down for a period of time or maybe for good. But uh, it's huge. That just To me, that's a great indication of where we are right now, and there's a lot more home cooking going on. Uh, just look at my family. I mean, we've cooked at home every night for uh, weeks now, a week and a half, two weeks, however long it's been. And, and I think of the money that we're now spending at a grocery store and instead of a restaurant. And it's it's significant. It is significant. Well, I applaud those who are at the restaurants uh, still cooking food and serving curbside. I walked over to Ariana's this weekend and picked up a pizza. as looked like about half of our staff did on Friday night. Um, but they're not even letting you inside. I mean, they're going to meet you at the door. They'll bring it out to you. And you can pay online. So when you show up, you don't do anything. You just grab the pizza and go. Mm-hmm. You've already paid and everything. It's a really efficient process. So John did a great job of that. I know a lot of other folks are... Uh, succeeding with that as well so we will take a quick one 11:53. come back and wrap up this hour in the zone and as we do so let me tell you about sanders ground essentials 20 years in business folks don't let your lawn suffer during these trying times make your lawn look even better you know we were talking about uh golf courses that are getting probably limited play you got some other things that maybe aren't getting as much usage as usual like bubba was talking about his fields mm-hmm they're going to be as green as they can be. Your lawn can look great, too, right now, folks. Let Sanders Ground Essentials help. They will take a soil sample. These types of things are still going on, folks. They can spray for mosquitoes because you're going to want to be outside a bunch when you go stir-crazy here soon. Make sure you get your mosquito treatment taken care of. Who knows what you could get from those dirty little buggers. Flea and tick treatments, fire ant treatments. You want to protect you and your, your pets out in the yard. So let them help out, folks, and they can also make your lawn look great. Anywhere in central Arkansas, folks, Sanders Ground Essentials, they've been doing it for two decades. Call them at 501-315-9000. 
9395 or online at sandersground.com. Beautifying Central Arkansas one lawn at a time and also keeping your yard safe from bugs. All right, we are up against our top of the hour. Wow, what happened? Good stuff. Hey, coming up after the break, you want to know what's going on on Capitol Hill? If you got questions for the senator, let us know. Senator John Bozeman is going to join us at 1206. And he was in on a few votes today regarding that stimulus package. So if you're curious about anything from Capitol Hill, uh, I will say that I think the Arkansas legislators have done a great job so far from what I've been able to, to glean. And uh, Senator Cotton, I'll tell you what, Wes, I've been reading a little more about his involvement in this. He was on top of this coronavirus before many people were really paying attention. I go back. I went back through his tweet timeline. I'd seen somebody had mentioned this. Uh-huh. I mean, in January, he was all over the concern. I was like, well, I wasn't even thinking about it then. So anyway, I, I think that the Arkansas legislators have done a nice job. So we'll, I'm curious to see what the senator says. Obviously, he's I'm sure concerned about his uh, fellow Senator Rand Paul, who is the first uh, major legislator, federal legislator, to be diagnosed with COVID-19. So there you go. Rusty. Some of the natural early. He says Roy Hobbs gets shot. Spoiler alert. It came out 30 years ago. Come on, man. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, uh, it's 11.48. Take a break. Senator Bozeman coming up after the break. And we've got, you know, entertainment, birthdays, and fun.